Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. All right, so we've uh, broken down the issues of the day and the world enough that, uh, and I'm not going to say this is less important than that, but Brian McKenna is here, and the reason that he's here is to break down one of these major world issues that I've mentioned before on the show, but Brian, you can break it down better than I can. Thank you for coming in and thank you for giving me one of your books. Sure. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Go ahead and tell people what the title is so they know what we're talking about. And like you mentioned, this is very important stuff. The title of the book is How to Beat the Claw Machine. Yes. So again, we're solving world issues here, <laughs> and this one may be a little bit more minor, but still a world issue, how to beat the claw machine. So I told you as, as you were walking in, I said, I was so glad when I saw that you posted about this book. So Brian, little disclosure, Brian used to work here and kind of around all these stations, but you worked for 97.1 some, right? I was a producer, yes. Yes, okay. So over the summer... A friend of mine who I actually do live endorsements for, he's Ty Parker from Fountains Family Dentistry. I ran into him at an arcade. And he, I've known him my whole life pretty much since junior high anyway. He told me, he's like, oh, I don't, have we ever been to an arcade together? I said, I don't actually know. I don't <laughs> remember. <question>. Yeah. <laughs> but I ran into him at one because our kids were apparently both craving the same thing, which was tickets. And uh, he said, oh, did you know I'm a master at claw grab machines. And he said, I said, no, I've never, I didn't know you could be a master at claw grab machines. And so he walked me through uh, some different scenarios that claw machines, he, he said, well, they're all computerized, of course. Right. And so once you figure out kind of the algorithm, you can figure out how to beat them. True or false? It is true. Yes, there okay. is an algorithm. Um, there is a learning curve. But if you know the right techniques, the right situations to look for, um, you can absolutely overcome that algorithm. Okay, so explain why you're the expert on this, Brian. Well, I will say my credentials are pretty strong. Um, I uh, I was a very annoying kid, and I always begged my parents for money for the arcade. And so I got really good at claw machines at a young age. And when I turned 17, I actually started my very first um, company, and I had claw machines and gumball machines in different local businesses. And so just through owning them and fixing them and playing them, um, I've really learned how to master these things. And I actually was the arcade technician for Six Flags for, for a couple of years, which was an absolute um, education and claws. I mean, digging in deep, going into the programming and everything. So 
I've spent quite a lot of time with the claw. Wow, that's that's some real credentials. I uh, I didn't I knew most of that. I didn't know about the Six Flags thing though. So that's yeah. that's super cool. Um, so so the I think from reading your book, which is a great read because it's not a long read. Right. I thought you know if I'm going to take a master class in how to beat the claw machine. <laughs> It's going to be, you know, we're going to read a novel, but it's not, you know, it's, it's like you could sit down and read it in, you know, an hour, maybe less and really get a lot of tips. So let's go through this thing. One of the things that jumped out at me is that you said that people who program claw machines, they absolutely are rigging them against you. (laughs) So I, I, I didn't even know that was legal, but like explain how this works. So there's basically the algorithm works where the machine has to collect a certain amount of money before it will allow the claw to have enough strength to pick up a prize. Um, on average, claw machines pay out about 5 to 10% of the time, so it's, it's not a huge percent. But the way it works is, and this is a little devious, I, I, I hate to expose those claw so machine companies. You have to now you're here. I know. Um, there's something called a three-second hold. And it's pretty common in the industry. Basically, what that is, is when you activate the claw and it comes down and picks up your prize, it'll uh, give the claw enough strength to hold your prize for three seconds. And then after that, it loosens it. And that's why a lot of times you'll get the effect where it picks up your prize and then promptly drops it. Oh, so that's on. So that's not just where it hits the top and shakes and then, oh, it wasn't strong enough. That was actually designed that way. Yes. And I will say that there are you know instances where it hits the top and shakes, and it's not on a three-second hold if it's in that pattern where it's ready to pay out. But most times, 9 out of 10, it's, uh, it's programmed. So one out of every, what was it, one out of every, not 50 times, is um, it 50? That it's actually going to grab it and hold it? Yeah, roughly. One out of every 50 times. Yep. So you got to spend, if you're a do- it's a dollar machine, you got to spend $50 if you're the unlucky person who walked up right after a win. Right. So that's probably a good advice too, right? Never never play the machine right after you see somebody win it. Absolutely. And I would also say if you see someone play the machine and not win, like if someone sat there and put 10 bucks in it, walk up, it might be ready. So if I'm walking in a novice, which I am, <clears throat> other than the education my friend gave me the other day uh, and what you're telling me now, I'm a complete novice at this. But you're, this is my seven-year-old dream. As you, you know, you, you <laughs> right. worked in the industry that you tell a seven-year-old kid that, like mine is right, right now, he'd be like, oh my gosh, what else? I want to do that with my life. Right. Um, but I haven't, and you have. So if I'm walking up to, let's say I'm in an arcade or a Walmart, and, and does, mm-hmm. does the place matter? I guess that's a good question, too. Does the place matter? Sometimes. Yeah. I will say places like Walmart, like they have a large national contract. So the one company maintains all their claws. So my recommendation with that is if you get good at the Walmart claw, if you can do it, you can use your skills almost at any Walmart. Okay. 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 So let's let's use Walmart as an example then. And just once again, since we're right in the middle of this, if, you, if you're just joining us, how to, ble- how to Beat the Claw Machine is the name of the book. Brian McKenna wrote it. You can get it on Amazon, I'm assuming. Yep. Right? And clawmachinebook.com. Okay. Clawmachinebook.com. So if I'm walking into a Walmart, I'm a complete novice, what do you tell me to give me a leg up? Okay. First and foremost, let's scope out the machine, okay? Um, A couple things you want to look for. Prizes that aren't pushed up against other prizes. Let's look for some gaps because like we talked about, the way to beat the claw is to, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but you want to get the claw as far underneath the stuffed animal as possible. So there is a strategy to the actual dropping of. It's not just yeah. you're going to win every 50 times, so don't worry about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, you can beat it even if it's not your time? Correct. 
Oh. And there's different ways we can do that. So so what's what goes on with the claw is there's a certain amount of strength at any given time it can have. Okay. That extra strength it gives when it's ready to pay off is like, hey, we're gonna we're about to get we're just gonna give one out. Okay. But you can still pick one up and win one outside of that time. So um, I always say look for a prize that's not bunched up with another one because you want to make sure those prongs can really get around it. Um, we don't want to stab. That's a that's a claw term, as we know in the industry. Okay. Uh, another prize um, because it'll prevent your claws from getting underneath. Another huge tip I love to tell people is you want to go for a prize that's laying horizontally. And if you can imagine one sitting vertically, you come down, you might hit the head, the claw might go around the body, but you're not going to get fully underneath the stuffed animal. When you go for something horizontally, you have a lot better chance of getting around the body of the prize. Okay, so when you talk about the computer and the algorithm being one every 50 times, it's just going to absolutely give you a, you got you got a gimme because it's going to grab whatever you grab. Right. On those, I'm assuming it's, it could actually grab a few things. Yeah. If, if you're doing the right machine. No doubt. So, but beyond those one out of every 50, are there different types of grabs? Like you said, sometimes it's going to go down, pull up, and then immediately drop or three seconds drop. So obviously you have one that's a sure winner, one Mm -hmm. that's a sure drop. Does that mean every other type is a possible winner? Yes. You always have the chance. Um, What I would say is with that, you know, period of time where it's not necessarily a gimme, you want to use everything to your advantage. So I'm always looking for hooks. I'm always looking for um, something I can, you know, um, send the claw through that when it picks up, it'll give it a little more hug. Gotcha. Um, other things I always recommend, try to grab something close to the prize shoot because worst case scenario, if it picks it up on that three second hold and drops it, you always have a chance it's going to drop it and bounce into the shoot or roll in. Ah. Um, and then my last big piece of advice would be, um, have you ever heard of the swing technique before? No. Okay, this is one I outline in my book. Um, essentially, some claws are very rigid. You know, you, you, you move the joystick and you see it just very slowly moves to wherever you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Others, you'll see the claw kind of swings wildly, you know, almost hitting the glass sometimes. Um, what I'll do is, with the swing technique, if there's a prize like up against the glass or in not so great of a position, you can use the joystick, move it back and forth, and start getting a motion with the claw. Okay. Then, if you all forget your timing, it might take you a few tries. But when you hit the drop button, it can a lot of times swing into a position where it wouldn't normally be able to reach that prize otherwise, or sometimes it'll hit it and it'll be kind of on its side, you know, if it comes into this angle. Um, And so, again, it's all about getting underneath the prize. Um, But that's one technique you can use to boost your odds. So you, Brian McKenna, being a master claw grab player... Can you walk up to any machine and just boom, beat it right away? Or do you have to figure out an algorithm too? Folklore says I can, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's um, it's always a crapshoot. Um, you know, it's one of those things, it's it's almost like going to the casino and, uh, you know, playing a game like blackjack or poker. You know the house has better odds, but if you have the right skills and technique, you, you're going to make yourself a lot more, lot more dangerous. So last question for you before we run out of time here. Does the type of machine matter? Like, let's say I walk up to one that's got, you know, it's at one of those arcades where it's got tickets, rolls of tickets in it, mm-hmm. or you walk up to one that's got really cool stuff like jewelry and stuff you normally don't find in a claw grab versus the typical um, stuffed animals, stuff like that. Does it matter which which machine you're playing? It does for your odds. Um, so just for example, like there's some games at Six Flags that have iPhones or PS4s in them. 
those are, are are virtually impossible unless you hit it on that one you know period of but time. Would that be like a higher percentage, like one out of every a hundred instead of one out of every fifty? Do they increase those? Yes, more like one out of every twenty five hundred. Whoa, that was the average when I was working there. Okay, so um, my 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 thought and feeling with claw machines is. If you start practicing enough, you'll figure out which claw manufacturers have better machines to win. Um, my recommendation, and this is for all you claw nerds out there, if anyone knows this manufacturer, I, you should be so impressed with yourself. Coast to Coast has the best claws to win on. Where do you find those? Those oftentimes can be found at Walmart. Okay. And, and so Walmart's probably, the for the average person... That's where you got the best odds. Best training ground. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, tell everybody, Brian McCann, again, the, the book is How to Beat the Claw Machine. Tell people where they can get it. You can get it on Amazon, and you can also go to clawmachinebook.com. And uh, I really appreciate you having me on, Ryan. Yeah. I, I sat down and read, I, I would say, the bulk of it in probably a half an hour. So It's meant for kids. It's meant for adults. It's yeah. meant for anyone just to get a good idea and then Quit wasting your time reading a book. Get out there and play some claw machines. With lots of pictures, too. Lots of pictures. Love that. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ryan. Get more at 971talk.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.